Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. Welcome to the FT Big Read podcast. This week, Matthew Garahan and Shannon Bond in New York report on Amazon and its move into the film and television industry. Here's Matthew and Shannon discussing why Hollywood will be keeping a close eye on the company and its chief executive, Jeff Bezos. The small circle of media moguls that control Hollywood's biggest movie studios is about to get a little larger to accommodate an interloper from Seattle. Jeff Bezos, the founder and chief executive of Amazon, has set his sights on challenging the film industry's well-worn production and distribution model, echoing his grand reshaping of the book industry. This week, Amazon unveiled plans to acquire, produce, and release a dozen films a year. I'm Matthew Garahan, the global media editor for the Financial Times, and I'm joined by my colleague, Shannon Bond, the U.S. media correspondent. Uh, Shannon, this is big stuff from Amazon, isn't it? This is quite a big departure for them. Absolutely. I mean, Amazon has really been extending their media interests in the past two years, you know, from their origins as an online bookseller and their expansion into the dominant e-commerce force uh, in the U.S. and increasingly around the world. But now it's really all media. You know, Mr. Bezos bought the Washington Post, one of the biggest newspapers in the U.S., in 2013 for $250 million, um, which is only actually a fraction of his $27 billion net worth. Um, but you know, he, he really does have ambitions, it seems, to take the, the lessons that he's learned in book retailing and in online retailing and figure out how those digital changes actually can extend to far beyond just the physical products. And it's not just films, is it? I mean, he's, Amazon has built, over the last couple of years, a pretty robust and pretty impressive streaming service, um, which it bundles with uh, its Prime delivery service. So customers uh, who subscribe to Prime... Prime Delivery get, get their streaming service for free and they can get movies and get, get television and now Amazon's getting into the film business but let's just backtrack a little bit Mr Bezos' sort of his emergence as a media a real media player um, has really ticked up in the last couple of weeks I mean they Amazon won uh, sort of stunned Hollywood a couple of weeks ago winning two Golden Globes for its Transparent series how big a, a, a video player is it do you think sort of comparatively yeah, well, I mean, it's clearly, it's got a lot of attention right now, and it's it's really in the limelight. But, you know, when you actually look as a competitor to the dominant streaming force, Netflix, it's still just a tiny fraction. So numbers from Sandvine, um, which measures broadband communications in the U.S., Netflix has more than a third of upstream internet traffic during the primetime uh, evening viewing hours, which we've seen had a huge impact already on the, the traditional TV. So this is, this is people watching Netflix between 7 and 10, watching House of Cards or Orange is the New Black or, exactly. or other Netflix shows. Marco Polo yeah. um, and, and some of their other new shows um, that they're launching this year. Uh, Amazon, on the other hand, has just 2.5% of that traffic. Now, I mean, they've doubled their share and they clearly you know, they haven't been doing this as long as Netflix has, but they're, they're certainly following Netflix's model, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, they, they've gone after top talent. They've built a library. They, they have this $300 million deal with HBO for the, the HBO back catalogue. So if you're a, a Prime subscriber and you have Amazon Instant Video, you can watch The Sopranos and 
on old episodes of you know really top tier HBO programming, and they've gone after new talent. I mean, they've well and and old talent too. We shouldn't forget that in the last couple of weeks they just did this deal with the seventy nine year old Woody Allen, his first TV deal in almost half a century. And another deal that, that sort of got tongues wagging and got them got them real notice in Hollywood. I mean, we spoke to someone uh, to a competitor of theirs who sort of marvelled at it because it said it's a great PR move and it really put them on put them on the map. Do, do you think Amazon needs to be on the map in Hollywood? What what is the sort of the bigger the bigger play for for Jeff Bezos here? Why why build a video a video business? I mean, it, it does actually make sense, and this is the way in which their their business model is different from Netflix. So, you know, Amazon wants to sell everything. They want to be the stop, the one stop shop for anything you need, from toilet paper and diapers, uh, you know, to books, to your TV and, and movie watching. And so, you know, part of this because it's included with Prime, not for you know, for no extra charge to Prime members. Their idea is they get more people to to sign up for Prime. They they've shown that people who are Prime members spend more money overall on Amazon. So for them, you know, for Bezos, maybe it's a calculation. You can spend a lot of money acquiring this Hollywood talent, but actually in the end you're going to get far higher returns from the amount of stuff you can sell to right. people who want to come and watch it. Right, and the more time that people spend on your service or spend watching Prime, the more likely they are to use you as, a, you know, as their online destination. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, it seems certainly you know, in the Hollywood community, I mean, getting people like Woody Allen, you know, signing these deals with HBO, people are taking them as a serious competitor. Right. Um, and they are, you know, they are able, they're clearly able to put the money out there that's attractive. Right. And that, so the, the Golden Globes win, the work they've done in Hollywood, they, they are being seen in Hollywood at least as being very artist-friendly, very talent-friendly. That's quite a contrast, isn't it, to the way they're viewed in the, in the books world? Yeah, they've had they've come off a really frankly bad PR year in their book business. So they were involved in this high profile, very very public and pretty nasty dispute with Hachette, a U.S. publisher, um, over ebook pricing. Now you know Amazon will tell you it's a sort of standard thing that happens. They have to negotiate contracts right between between booksellers, which they are, and publishers. Um, but this you know this was clearly not your typical business dispute because. It got coverage in every paper and every major media outlet, and it found authors, really well-known authors, James Patterson, Stephen King, Donna Tartt, you know, rising up and saying you know, that Amazon's business practices were terrible, that they, that they were called for an antitrust investigation. Um, and ultimately, you know, after about six months, during which Amazon had delayed shipments of Hachette books and made it impossible to pre-order some titles, they did sign a new deal that looks, at least from what we know, like a pretty good deal for Hachette. Um, but it's definitely left a lot of people in the book industry, including those very authors, you know, really wary of, of Amazon's force in the market. And so you know, it's, it's going to be a good question about you know, wh- what that means, whether that translates at all into Hollywood. So there is still some tension in books, and, and it looks like there's going to be tension in Hollywood too after Amazon announced this, this grand plan to, to develop and, and release a dozen movies a year. One of the founding principles of their push into Hollywood is that they want to change the distribution model, the way they've changed the distribution model in books, um, narrowing the release window and breaking windows, which have been a pretty cozy and, and actually, frankly, pretty arcane uh, remnant of a, of a bygone era where you'd release a movie in, in a cinema, it would show for a certain period of weeks, there'd be a long gap, and then it would appear on DVD. And this was, it was all about protecting the cinema's uh, interests and protecting revenues for, for cinema chains. Now, uh, Amazon wants to crunch that period, so narrow it from a, you know up to a year to a few weeks, and then show the films themselves on Amazon Prime. So, 
this circle of media moguls we're talking about that that, that Bezos, Mr. Bezos is going to be joining, may be looking over their shoulders a little bit, or be at least slightly apprehensive at the fact that that he's in town and plans to shake things up. What, what do you think? Absolutely, and that's actually a push. You know, this push to narrow the window. That's something they're joined in by Netflix. Yeah. You know, which has a deal for the the sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's not just. You know, going to be on Netflix soon after it's in theaters. It's going to be in Netflix on the same day it's in Which theaters. Which is a real change. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of, the, I mean, as you've written about, a lot of theaters are saying, no, we're not going to show that because yeah. they want to protect their business. So, you know, this kind of this kind of disruption, I think, is something we're certainly not going to see any shortage of, um, you know, as, as Amazon and Netflix and other you know, streaming companies yet to emerge, yeah. you know, make a bigger push for content. So disruption in, in books, disruption in retail, now... Jeff Bezos turns to Hollywood. Uh, Shannon, thank you very much. Thanks, Matt. To read Matthew and Shannon's article in full, go to ft.com forward slash big read. Thanks for listening. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.